0: Learn from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here along with my fearless and fantastic co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell.
1: We're going to make entrepreneurialism great again, Steve. (laughs) That's what we're doing here.
0: (laughs) You know, it's interesting you said that. And and you look how we start off every one of these and we kind of end it off with the fun, ridiculous Donald Trump-isms. And, you know, it's terrific and fantastic. Believe me, it's going to be huge, going to be great. We're going to make podcasting great again. That's, kind of, that's basically our topic for today is having a consistent theme that you repeat over and over and over that you become so known for that. We all know a local business person in our area, whether it's a car dealer, an attorney, a carpet installer. I mean, there's companies that their jingle or their slogan, basically their USP, their unique selling position, gets so well known that everyone knows that's that guy. That's that company. What a great, how great is that? that You can say something over and over that you're known as that guy. In fact, in Trump's case, he, you know, so one way he does it is like he's giving these speeches now where one night it's how to make America safe again. And tomorrow night I'm going to talk about how to make America um, strong again, how to make America wealthy again. And he does it so much that now you see Hillary Clinton has to come out and constantly be talking about, hey, that's nonsense. We're already great. You know, she, she's w- spending 10 minutes of her talk on the defensive about how, right. oh, <laughs> you know, his USP is so powerful that i got to try and knock it down. Wouldn't you like that to be the case with your competitors? So say there's a car dealer who says, come on down because we finance everybody. Every single person that comes in drives away with a car, guaranteed. Or we pay top dollar for homes or, or a real estate owner. If we can't sell your home within 30 days, we'll buy it from you, And and you get well-known as that's the I'll-buy-your-house guy. And you get so well-known that your competitors also have to sit there and go, well, he doesn't really buy your house. He doesn't pay you top dollar for offensive nonsense. Which guy would you rather be, the complaining Hillary Clinton? No, he's not really making it great again. Or wouldn't you like to be the bold leader going out there and commanding all the attention by saying, this is what I'm all about, and saying it over and over and over?
1: Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I, I hope the people listening – understand what the clear answer to that has to be. You have to be the guy who is uh, who's setting the tone. Uh, you have to be the business owner, not the guy, but the business owner who's setting the tone, the entrepreneur who's setting the tone in your marketplace. Well, thank you and for that you correction. It
0: certainly doesn't have to be a guy. It can be a no. male or a female.
1: Sure. Uh, I mean, you absolutely have to be the person setting the tone in your marketplace, otherwise you're playing catch up. For all of Trump's gas and for all of the problems that all the pundits say that he's making, as you say, Clinton is the one reacting to what he says, not him to what she says. And that is very, very telling about what's uh, you know what's going on. because uh, you know, the person setting the tone is the person who's in charge. And if you're going if there's somebody going to be in charge in your marketplace within your niche, you want it to be you, not one of your competitors.
0: Very well said, and and you're making a great point that it really is that choice. It's an A or B. You're either well, actually, there's a C. So there 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 could be a C where neither you you're not saying anything bold, and your competitors are not saying anything bold. I guess that's choice C. You don't have any competitors or you doing anything smart or successful or effective when it comes to marketing your business. So you all
1: well, just if
0: I flip through your local yellow pages and I just flipped around some of the phone numbers and logos. Otherwise, every ad's the same, and everyone does the same ValPak ad, and everyone has the same things on their truck, and it all has, you know, Joe's plumbing really big, and then we do sinks and toilets and whatever under it, and then our phone number and our website, and it's all the same. And every you're, law term just begging,
1: You're just begging for a person like me or a person like Steve to come well,
0: into that's your marketplace and kill everybody. Neither yeah. you nor anyone else in your area is doing anything. But otherwise, if there is somebody who's doing something, then which would you rather be—the person who is doing some bold stuff and I'm a leader—and I am going. I am the number one plumber in the area, and I'm the best plumber there is in the area. Or would you rather be? I've met with so many entrepreneurs who, unfortunately, are not that guy, and they all universally sit there and go, "Yeah, but you know that guy with the big ads and way." Well, I remember my three years as a as a small business consultant to advertisers for the Yellow Page company, and I, this would happen. There'd be a you know one roofer ad, full page ad really big and uh, well it's really big it's a full page with all kinds of stuff and then the other roofers i'd be meeting with would be like yeah you know but that guy doesn't do good work i'm always following up on his mistakes and fixing things and whatever and you know he's that would they would talk down every heading every industry (laughs) 90 percent of the business and was doing all the marketing however which would you rather be The guy that somehow has to make, or or whether it's true or not, be the guy who's saying, yeah, but, you know, that guy doesn't use the top-rate materials. He's not certified by the associate or the whatever. I'm like... I gotta, I, I'm like, wait a minute. Do you think the people opening this Yellow Page book have any concept of anything you just said? They don't even know. They don't care. They don't know that he's not certified by whatever. They don't know that he doesn't use grade six nails instead of grade five. or uh, They don't know any of this stuff. All they know is he puts a big ad, says we're the best, and we guarantee to beat any price and whatever, and he takes all the job, even and though sucks he's all crying. the air out of the room. And you have to go and fix it. Why are you so content to to be the guy who's up and high. and I can tell you speaking of the yellow pages I happened to when I took that job I represented the number 1 what they call the utility book this is the phone company's official book in the area so it's the official book of the area the expensive one and then there are the upstart competitor books that come in, and they're, you know, not endorsed by the phone company, so they're not they're not the phone book. They're the other book, and they have lower rates and lower delivery and lower usage and all of that. And I could have easily taken a job with them, and I told every advert. That's why I told every advert. I said, you know, you realize that I work for this company, and I chose to work for the number one, the best company with the highest prices in the area because I would much rather get the question, why are your prices of all all the phone books in the area and and answer that one because that's a softball you love that up I'm gonna knock it out of the park all day <laughs> but if you have to right. if I had to go around all day answering the question why are your rates lower why does your book suck compared to the other one why do I not get as mm-hmm. many good leads out of your book as the other I don't want to answer that question I don't want to be the defensive guy I want to be the number one guy
1: and don't right. you
0: want to do the same
1: well uh, uh, watch a, this was a technique that we used in the uh, in the roofing business and it's a little bit different what would what we did was in contracting, anybody who's in contracting who's listening to this will know that Sears has contractors all over the country, and they advertise, uh, and basically what they do is Sears advertises contracting services, and then they have local contractors go do the work, and, they, and, and those contracting services will then give Sears a large cut of the job. So they have to charge really high prices because they pay a lot to Sears. Now, that said, Sears also finances the jobs, which makes it very easy because somebody can pay for their roof, you know, $20 a month for, you know, for three generations or some ridiculous shit like that. So, (laughs) you know, it makes them, it makes it really, it makes it easier to sell. But what we did is we used the follow me strategy with Sears. Now we did just the opposite of what you were saying. Instead of pricing ourselves higher than Sears, we would price ourselves a little bit lower than Sears, but higher than everybody else in the market. And then what we did was uh, basically sell based on the, on the concept of, listen, the Sears guy's been out, right? Yeah. Well, we knew their presentation cold. Well, this is what he told you. This is what he told you. This is what he told you. Right. Well, let me explain this this, 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 and this. Oh, and then so not only are we going to give you a better roof than they're going to do it, but we're also going to do it for uh, a little, you know, for a little bit less expensive. And I mean, that was the secret that I've never told anybody that secret before. So the, so the podcast listeners are literally getting the secret to how I built, how I, uh, you know, one of the secrets, I should say. It's the secret I've never revealed, but it's, it's the one secret I've never revealed to how I increased the sales on that company 10 times. And uh, well, we and always say week. there are
0: tremendous Here. benefits to listening to the lessons learned from Donald Trump. Podcast, there's a gem of gold right, right
1: there. The uh, so so what you do is you find a company that's the highest price. So what I would do if I were entering a marketplace and there was a well known, well respected, but not a very good uh, uh, company that, but they relied on their name instead of and and I know this might be a little bit off topic, but but they relied on their name instead of relying on proper marketing and solid uh, solid sales presentations. What you do is you come in, you undercut them by just a little bit, not much, just a little bit. You deliver a better service than they offer, and you just suck all the air out of the room. It affected, I, I mean, in our marketplace, Sears eventually dropped their prices by about 30% because they just, we, we just destroyed them. I mean, we sucked off. And we're talking about Sears, right? 150 year old brand, people trust them. They, they do financing, Every and we just sucked all the air out of the room. Um, so it, along those lines, where I, uh, I love the way that you put it with, uh, with the yellow pages that you would rather explain why you were higher than everybody else, then explain why you were shittier than everybody else. Um, Well, I mean, so I would uh, ask
0: them, i said, don't you know, don't you think these other books know the R rates? So every year they get in their boardroom and they say, what are our rates going to be this year? And somebody goes, why don't we charge as much as the other company? And they all laugh and go like, we can't compete. (laughs) We're not as good. Like uh, there's only one way we can possibly compete with them because we suck at everything. So we better just charge half the price. That's what goes on in the boardroom at that other company. So if you want to place your ad there instead of here... Go ahead, but I assure you, that's the conversation goes on. Do you think it's any different? Right. Do you think they sit there and go, "Hey, we could charge more"? Not
1: your- just just off of it, it, this is how the conversation should go. Why don't we charge more than, Why don't we charge as much as they're charging? Well, because they offer better service. Well, what do we have to do to offer a better service to them at ten percent less than they're doing? Right. And they will suck all the air out of the room. Well, we're we'll right. in Chicago, like and like that was the conversation months.
0: because, of course, I was speaking to business owners like we are here on the right. Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, and business owners and you listeners, you get it when I speak in terms of return on investment and mar- marketing, even if you're not doing it yet. By just by listening to this we're hoping that you get it you understand these concepts now hopefully you're you're hiring the right marketing team and getting the right people in place to put some of this stuff or all you know put, you know you have to put all put put one thing we talk about a month out of every four episodes pick one thing and if you do that for a year you'll have 12 new strategies or tactics in place in your business a year from now and you want to tell me your income hasn't completely exploded and your lifestyles completely changed the stress mm-hmm. is gone the wondering where the next customer's coming coming from is gone, the being susceptible the competitors is gone, everything is gone by just taking some action but from what? what we're talking about here starts with having that consistent message that USP, that's something you're all about and then repeating it over and over so much that your competitors have to be on the defensive. So, if you're a real estate agent and you say if I can't sell your home in 30 days I'll buy it and then you go in for a listing appointment and the homeowners have, you know, that whole week, four other, four other- real estate agents come in, don't you think they're bound to ask them, hey, how come you won't buy my house in 30 days if it doesn't sell? Well, who, which one right. of those would you rather be? You want to sit there <laughs> trying to explain it, well, you see, because I don't really market it well, and uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't really believe in myself. And I mean, what are you possibly going to say? It's
1: funny that you say that, because we, uh, we used to offer a 17-year warranty on the roof, longer than 17. anybody else in the market. Now, I know
0: roofers 10, 12 at the most.
1: Five. Two, five. two to five in Florida. Two to five in Florida, Le- if, if it leaks, now I'm not talking about the manufacturer's warranty. I'm talking about the guarantee from the roofing company. Two to five, if it leaks for two to five years, depending on the company, they'll come out and fix the leak for free. We used to do it for 17 years. And what we used to say, and, and this is, I mean, this is an age-old thing. It's not like we made this up. What we used to say is if you want to know who builds your roof stronger, look who guarantees it longer. And, you know, I mean, That's like that. I said, it's it, it's not a That's brand
0: That's like the industry. pizza box. It says you've tried the rest, yeah. now try the best.
1: Exactly. But, it, it, but I, I mean, it would just, uh, uh, we just we just destroyed. And it's because we had, uh, uh, here's the thing, when we started the call, when we started the the, the, the podcast, you mentioned that too many uh, business owners, when you would look at the yellow pages, they say, Oh, well, yeah, but they don't use the right nails, and they don't use the right this and they don't do the right duma or whatever. Well, that's the we use real ink argument. So that's fine. It's fine. If they do use it, it's fine. If they don't use it, the difference is, is that you've got to tell the people what the differences are. And that's what we did, we would tell the people what the differences are. You can do that in marketing, and you can do that in a sales presentation, depending on your individual business. But there's there's the old story about a print company that uh, that ran an ad in their local marketplace that said, "We use real ink." You know, get the brightest red, the most gradient red, brightest blue. Well, everybody uses the same damn thing. There's no you know, difference that's at all. Hilarious. Yeah, and but they but while everybody was standing around, while well, all the other print companies were standing around going, "Oh, what a bunch of morons! We use real ink." What the fuck? Well, does they got that. From everybody the lucky, else from
0: the famous Lucky Strike. Ad. From the '30s or '40s, yeah. like, it's toasted
1: or or Coors. The Coors uh, uh, the Coors beer ad that uh, Claude hot. cold filtered. Yeah, wh- he said that the Coors guy said, but everybody does the same thing. And
0: Every said, yeah, beer is cold filtered. Every cigarette tobacco yeah. is toasted. But if that, if you point out, but again, it goes back to what I said with these contractors telling me all their detailed knowledge nonsense. I was able to say, I don't even know what you're talking about, which tells me. Do you think anyone reading this yellow paters and needing a plumber right now knows anything you're talking? about that the guy's not using the spectrum 4200 like they don't yeah. know any of that stuff. So what? all they know is this guy's got the biggest ad and the best guarantee and he says he'll be there soon and what and that's the one i'm calling and i never even see your ad
1: right exactly exactly and and that's the big thing is that it, it when you're marketing you gotta it, it i know i'm not i'm preaching to the choir here steve but you got to decide what the person looking at the ad is thinking so the guy opening up the phone book or the, the woman opening up the phone book to the plumbing section the chances are They're not thinking, you know, we should probably get our plumbing checked. It's been about 15 years since the house was built. And we should probably have somebody take a quick look and make sure everything is groovy. They're saying, I got a leak, and I need somebody out here like 10 minutes ago. So you've got to, you've got to speak to that concern. If you don't, then you're in trouble. And uh, once you speak and, to that concern- and, and, the, and,
0: the, and the theme of this week's episode is you've got to speak to that concern, and then you've got to hammer it in so that it's top of mind. You've got to speak to yeah. it over and over and over. It's got to be on your truck- over and over. On your business cards, on your website, on your brochure, you've got to put on YouTube. You're, you're going to be known as that guy. So-
1: exactly. There
0: are jingles that everyone listening to this, you know jingles in your head of companies.
1: They're in I, your I'll head. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when uh, uh, when I, I was delivering pizzas uh, and put myself through college delivering pizzas, and I delivered a pizza to an ad agency in Clearwater, Florida at about 9 o'clock at night. They were working late, finishing up a, pro, uh, uh, a thing, and the woman pulls out the check, and she pulls out a pen, and she starts to write the check, and she starts whistling the Domino's Pizza Delivers jingle. Domino's Pizza Delivers. And she looks up, and she goes, my God. God, that's a jingle that when I whistle it, when I write the check and I just thought to myself, I mean, at the time I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what was what I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, give me the check lady. But in retrospect, ah. you know, I think to myself, you oh, she's got a real fucking point. Right. It's hard in my French, but she's got a real point that, you know, when you're whistling the jingle so that while they're writing the check, I know it's not direct response, but it's, there's something to be said for that, you know,
0: absolutely. And that's the, that's the message of this mm-hmm. week's episode lesson learned from Donald Trump. Everyone knows Donald Trump is make America great again. Like I said, his competitor has to make fun of it and go and all the, you know, all the ones are up against them. Biden, Obama, Hillary, Bill Klan, anyone who's stumping the campaign trail against Trump is saying America's already Great, we're already great. You know why are they saying that? I mean, if, would they have said that if anyone else was running for president? Do you think Hillary would walk around and waste ten minutes of her song? Why would she use that phrase? Why would she say America's already great? She would. That's clearly he's in her head. Absolutely, she's clearly responding to him. Now, and our point is, wouldn't you like that to be happening? Wouldn't you like? And you probably don't know it because you're not a fly on the wall all over your town. But wouldn't you like to be to know that all over town there are prospects asking your competitors, hey, how come? you're not xyz how come you don't do xyz how come you don't guarantee abc like that guy which one would you rather be the guy trying to stumble and bumble and hoo-ha and try and answer that or wouldn't you like to be that guy so put together a powerful message knowing you know that's my wow strategy the first w Mm -hmm. is the who so you got to know your target who what problem do they have that you can solve what do they really want and then the o is the irresistible offer now make some irresistible offer a great guarantee like everett said we do it better and for a lower price that's irresistible what am i going to say oh no now i'd rather go with the other thing like <laughs> i just like paying for their advertising i'm just want to pay for the name seers because they happen to spend a lot more money on advertising than everett farnell roofing company like right. no you you've convinced me here you have better quality and a lower price it's irresistible so you've got to know well, your your target market your who and you make the irresistible offer and then the last w is the way or the ways that you'll choose to use to get that irresistible offer in front front of your target market? What do you do it with an ad? Do you do with phone calls? Do you do it when you're on YouTube? Like I'm saying, you, Donald Trump, Do every, he's got it on his podium. He's got it on his website. He's got it in emails. He's got it in every speech he does, every time he's on TV, every video, every ad, every anything. He's saying, make America great again. You think there's anyone in America that follows politics at all over the last year that if I said, what's Donald Trump's slogan, if he's going to make America what again and anyone in America wouldn't know?
1: Yeah, they're going to know exactly. What
0: so how about you in your town? If I said, there's a plumber who guarantees I'll be there in X minutes or else the call is free. Wouldn't you like to be that guy and have everyone go, oh yeah, that's Joe's plumbing. It's 45 minutes or less guaranteed. Yeah, I know that. Wouldn't you Absolutely. love to be that guy? Because instead of your well, trucks rolling around town now with just your name and logo and a phone number, what if you have that on so much that you're driving a one job and a thousand other people saw your USP, saw your statement, saw your slogan, your guarantee ingrained into them. So next a they need
1: a plumber. What's all they're thinking? What the- one last example for, uh, uh, now P- you wouldn't know this unless you grew up in the Tampa Bay area 25 years ago, but you can still find these things on YouTube and they're they're great. But they were, uh, uh, actually, some of them were direct response, but they were ads for a company called Allied Discount Tires. So they were, they, they were the tire store, a tire store, right? And the guy who, uh, the guy who did that, the guy who owned the company, he eventually sold it to some big conglomerate who destroyed the company and now they're all gone. But, uh, but he, you know, he sailed off into the sunset with millions of dollars and drinking margaritas. Well, at the end of every commercial, he would say two things. He would, uh, he would say tires ain't pretty, and then he would say at Allied Discounts Tires. And he had a very distinctive voice, so I don't mean to sound goofy, but it was something like, tires ain't pretty at Allied Discount Tires. So go to YouTube and, and pull them up. I mean, they're <laughs> hysterical. But what, what does that say? Now, everybody... Uh, there was soothing. nobody was expecting to go to these places and see like a really polished up gorgeous place they, they you know I mean it's a it's a shitty little it, it, it was a chain I mean it wasn't one place it was you know 20 of them in the Tampa Bay area but they went there knowing that they're going to get a dirty shitty little place but they don't spend a lot of money on decorations and making it look because tires ain't pretty And but Allied Discounts tires they were going to be cheap right so, now the tires weren't all that cheap they were probably a little less expensive than some other places in the area but they weren't particularly cheap but I mean that guy built that built that company from one store to several locations around the Tampa Bay area around the central Florida area sold it to some conglomerate like I said sailed off into the sunset and the the, the corporation who bought it destroyed it because they don't know what the hell they're doing but everybody knew you know I mean everybody when I was a teenager if you watch TV at all in Tampa Bay and you said ties ain't free everybody knew An and allied discounts ties and There was a lot of direct response there. So if you go watch the commercials, he talks about prices and he talks about specials and, you know, come in and and free mounting and balancing or free valve stems or buy two tires, get two free. You know, there was a lot of offers made on, you know, on the commercials that they were running. All right. Well, uh, now
0: it's interesting you threw that in right at the end because that opens up a whole new subject I I would want to talk about. I mean, how you do that and how you you get that done and you come up with that. But let's leave it there and maybe we will definitely talk in a future episode about how you come up with these things. I I got a little idea about it there, but, like, yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, do you want to be either saying nothing or saying something bold? And, yeah, you're going to get negative feedback. You're going to get attacked. Uh, You know, welcome to, this is a lesson learned from Donald Trump. There's almost no one in the world getting attacked right now. There, There probably is no one in the world getting attacked Attacked more than Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And of the two, Trump is getting more attacked right now. But he keeps going. And he doesn't care. He's moving. He doesn't care if you hate him and you attack Of course, 50% of America is going to hate whoever the next president is. That's just the way it is. The other one's going to win. Like, that's the way it is every year. You, and then, what do you think the next four or eight years are? You're just going to get nonstop attacked for everything you do. So no matter that there. comes with the territory. So you'll go to a chamber of commerce meeting, and three of your competitors will be there, and they'll come up and attack you. Or if you go to an industry company, Conference and others are there. They all they will attack you. Well, again, the one on the defensive who's attacking people for doing smart marketing and getting all the attention in the marketplace and making all the money, or would you rather be the one who's doing that? So our suggestion, if you want to learn a lesson from Donald Trump, you want to be the bold leader in the marketplace, not the followers and the and the and the people that are reacting who are attacking and attacking and try and discredit everything the leader is saying. A lesson learned from Absolutely. Donald Trump: be the leader. Okay. Let's believe that that will draw to a close another, I mean, this. it's been a fantastic, terrific, huge episode. I mean, it's almost as if I I pivoted, uh, we pivoted from just running an off-the-cuff uh, crazy campaign, saying all kinds of crazy, I mean, podcasts, to uh, reading off a script. And I don't know what. I don't know what else they want Trump to be, but they want him to be just another politician. If you want this to be just another podcast, you got to listen to a different podcast. This is and will remain the greatest, most awesome, unbelievable, believe me, podcast on the internet today. You're going to get so sick and tired of winning episodes that we're
1: just going to keep winning. I always that, get that that's, statement. Right. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the only problem is that, uh, is, is that our listeners, if they do what you said and just once a month implement what we talk about, they're going to win so often the business is going to get boring. I mean, they're going to be making so much money. And, and when that's so our long, hope then for then you, dear listener,
0: boring. that your business gets boring. You're making so many trips to deposit all the money that it's completely boring. you like, another big deposit? This is getting boring. Yeah, I highly number. recommend that form of boredom. And with that, <laughs> we'll bring it to a close for this week, and we'll be back here again same time next week. Talk to you then. Talk to you then. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner, like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser. Some people do, I guess.